0: After all, what would you do if your husband thought romancing in the moonlight with you wasn't as much fun as solving a murder mystery?
1: The National Broadcasting Company presents The Adventures of the Abbots. Starring Claudia Morgan and Les Damon as Gene and Pat Abbott, those popular characters of detective fiction created by Francis Crane. NBC invites you to join Pat and Gene each week at this time for another recorded adventure in romance and crime. Now here is Gene Abbott to set the stage for tonight's puzzle in Murder.
0: You've heard about the unbelievable fogs they've been having recently in England. Well, this one topped them all. Pat had been working on a case in a remote town in Scotland. And now we were flying back to London to pick up the transoceanic plane and return to the States. The plane we found in Scotland was a chartered job. It was the best we could get, being in a hurry to reach London. Pat, of course, was sitting as calmly as could be. <laughs> Nothing on earth rattles that boy's nerves. He was nonchalantly thumbing through a magazine. Me, well, as usual, I wasn't doing too well, peering out at the weather. Pat?
2: Mm Hmm?
0: You want to play Scrabble? Nope. Oh, be sociable, Pat. You should say I'd be delighted to play Scrabble, especially with you, Mrs. Abbott, the world's champion player. Mm Mm-hmm. I found a set pad. Now I'll get a pencil and paper and we'll play. Let's see, I have a pencil. Oh, uh, maybe he has some paper. Who? That man right in front of us. That very distinguished looking man. Well, if
3: you're looking for an excuse to talk to him, dear, go right ahead. I'm not the jealous type, you know.
0: (laughs) Not much. If he talked to me for more than 60 seconds, you'd pick him up like you were back out west with a newborn calf toss him out of the plane.
3: No, I would not. Now go on. Ask him for the paper. Okay.
0: Um, I I beg your pardon. Uh, yes? We wanted to play a game and we haven't any paper. Have you? Oh,
3: uh, surely. I have a pad right here in my briefcase.
0: Well, it, it, it's awfully kind of you. Oh, not at all. Uh,
3: there you are. Uh, go on, take the whole pad. Oh, thank you. Um, sounds a bit rude, but it isn't a game a three could play, is it?
0: Why, surely, Mr, um... uh, Dr. Rhodes. Oh, I'm glad to know you, Doctor. I'm Jean Abbott, and this is my husband, Pat.
3: You aren't Dr. John Rhodes, a psychiatrist, are you? Mm-hmm. Yes, I am. Well, I'm delighted to meet you, sir. I read your book, uh, Psychoneurosis in Wartime. Jean, Dr. Rhodes is one of England's foremost analysts. Oh? You sound as though you were quoting the dust jacket on my book. I wish you wouldn't. It's most embarrassing. Mm-hmm. Uh, are you a physician, Abbott? No, I'm a private detective, uh, from san francisco your book as you might well imagine was very closely connected with my field you mean some private detectives read <laughs> i i was under the impression they all solved their cases by being periodically knocked unconscious well, that, that happens too but uh, criminal psychology is uh, also helpful at times your theory about us is very much like our theory about you and uh, what is that that all psychiatrists begin a case by fluoroscoping the patient's wallet I'm afraid our business is considerably more serious than that.
0: Especially, Doctor, in the area where psychosis becomes crime?
3: Yes, Mrs. Abbott. You know, our most widespread problem medically today is not heart disease or cancer, devastating as they are. By statistics, it's mental illness. Hundreds of thousands of persons lie in hospital beds today because they are emotionally ill. Still more are at home, or wandering the streets. Wandering the streets, contemplating murder, eh, Doctor? Occasionally.
0: Does becoming absorbed in the criminal mind sometimes make you, well...
3: Wonder about myself? Of course. I simply like to think my more evil impulses are reasonably controlled, though.
0: So controlled you could never commit homicide?
3: No, I'm susceptible too. But we are admitting an entire area in this discussion... The area of fanaticism. The lunatic who believes he must have power in the form of admirers, followers, who believes he has a special mission on Earth, even though it means bloodshed. Which gets me to my present trip. Might we ask what that is, Dr. Rhodes? The British government is sending me to Kensington Downs to a hospital there. There are some very perplexing cases in that hospital. Cases of fanaticism. Pass. i'm going to
0: excuse me pat pat yes. something's wrong the, the pilot isn't cutting that motor it's, it's missing yes
3: i know i hear it it's all right it'll pick up again
0: pat hmm? pat the light
3: said it mr david if anything were really wrong the pilot would warn oh, us pat. just just stay in your seat Jean. But don't I... fidget and don't become hysterical <laughs> we can always make a belly like this. we aren't over water we're somewhere near london he'll find a place to set us down this whole section is pockmarked with airports. Fasten your safety belts. Fasten your safety
0: belts. Pat, Pat, we're going to crash. Now,
3: easy, darling. Oh, Pat. Get that belt tight. Yes. There oh, you Pat. are. Oh,
0: Pat, we'll be killed. We'll be killed. Now,
3: don't lose your head, Jean.
0: Oh. oh, we're going to die. Pat, we're going to be killed. No,
3: we're not. Now, darling, steady. Steady now.
2: Oh, oh. Steady. Jean. Where are you? Jean, Jean,
3: oh. Jean darling.
0: you hurt. Oh, no. I'm all right. Are you, dear? Yes.
3: Just a little shaken up. Oh. Can you stand up?
0: I, I think so. I'm wait till I I'm the me. Here, let me help you. Uh, yeah. I, I'm okay. I'm pretty dizzy, though. Oh. Golly, the plane's all in one piece.
3: So yes, well, let's get out of here fast. might catch fire. That emergency exit's open. See it up ahead? I... Hmm.
0: What is it? Where are you? I-, I can't see you.
3: Over here. Dr. Rhodes. Is he hurt? Uh-huh, he's out. Cold.
0: Oh, Pat, there's the pilot outside. He'll help. Hmm? Uh, in here. There's, there's someone hurt in here.
3: All right. Take it easy. I have a flashlight. I... Oh,
0: please, please.
3: I... Uh, shine it this way. That's it. Uh, that chap got it bad, didn't he?
0: Oh, his head!
3: Well, I, I sent someone for an ambulance. They'll fix him up. I don't think so. Why not? He's dead.
0: He is. Oh no! Oh,
3: too bad that confounded motor had to blow like that. Well, you two, come on up. We'll take care of him. Uh, watch your step, Jean. That's uh, it. Gosh,
0: it's dark and cold out here. Ooh. What is this, a swamp?
3: No, we're about 80 miles from London. There's a hospital down the road. I sent there for help. I'll be back. Have to see about the other passengers.
0: So cold. Can you see anything, Pat? It's so foggy.
1: No, not much.
0: Darling, we should get down on our knees and thank God for that pilot. I never thought we'd walk away from this landing. Uh
2: Uh-huh.
0: What are you doing? Get away from that motor. It's broken. It's liable to explode or something. Uh-huh. Pat, will you listen to me?
3: Hmm? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, huh? Oh,
0: fine thing. A gets killed in an airplane crash, and what's he do? Calmly strolls around examining motors. With all the cop... Jean,
3: of... that motor is in awfully good shape. It
0: just doesn't make any sense to... Go... Good shape?
3: Yes. Looks like nothing's wrong with it at all. Oh,
0: but, but Yes, I Donnie... know. We
3: had a crash landing. It's a puzzle, huh? yes and when you've got the answer to that you might try telling me how dr rhodes got killed
0: well he was killed in the crash
3: he was tied into his seat with a safety belt he didn't bounce around any more than we did We're well but the doctor's head is bashed in skull is cracked wide open he wanted to play games gene all right get a pencil and paper and figure that out
0: stood beside the huge silhouette of the plane, in that cold, damp English countryside, with the dead body of Dr. Rhodes inside the plane. Spotlights swept the ground from police cars. Ambulances roared about, white-coated interns like ghosts flitted past us. Pat was very deep in thought and businesslike now that he'd stumbled into a murder. He kicked the ground pensively.
3: Now, Gene, listen. When they come over to us, no matter what I say, follow my lead. Don't ask questions.
0: Ed, yeah, do you think you know why we had that phony accident? And why Dr. Rhodes was killed?
3: I'm just a detective, dear, not a crystal-gazer. I keep your pretty shirt on. Oh,
0: good Good evening
3: my name is sterling major sterling i'm the director of the regent hospital down the road you people feel all right anything we can do for you why we I... I think you might help me I... I feel punchy from shock you're kind of tossed around in the plane why certainly if you'll come this way i have a car you can rest at the hospital and uh, we'll have a look at you there fine thank you major
0: major i'd appreciate it very much i'm his wife I'm Mrs. Abbott, and this is my husband, Pat.
3: Ah, well, don't worry, Mrs. Abbott. We'll have him fixed up in no time. He's probably just a bit rocky from the fall. Now, if you take his other arm, he can <laughs> lean on both of us. That's it. There we are. Now I'll just tell the pilot that I'm stealing two of his passengers. I say that. Yes. I'm taking Mr. and Mrs. Abbott to the hospital. Mr. Abbott doesn't feel well. He doesn't feel well? No, he said he's very dizzy and weak. (sighs) That's funny. Why? We simply had a rough landing, that's all. I don't see how he could have been hurt so badly. You don't? No.
0: Well, that's strange, too. Why? Well, you say the landing wasn't rough enough to injure my husband. But it was rough enough to kill Dr. Rhodes, wasn't it? As soon as I saw the hospital, I realized it was some sort of military establishment. It was surrounded by high stone walls with sentries and machine guns. The major told Pat he'd soon be okay and advised him to lie down for a while. They put both of us in a small private room. Uh, You can stop groaning now, Pat. We're alone. Oh.
3: Oh. Oh, didn't I do a terrific piece of acting?
0: Marvelous, darling pat
3: mm.
0: you know you haven't kissed me for ages after all we might have been killed
3: you know something maybe I should have been an actor instead of a detective just imagine Radio City Music Hall presents Ava Gardner and Pat Abbott
0: I was talking about a much more fascinating subject
3: ah, well, let's see what role would I play maybe I'd be huh what you say what were you talking about
0: Kissing, remember? Oh. Lots of fun. Very, uh, popular nowadays. Oh,
3: Jean, now stay away from me. I'm supposed to be sick. Mm. What if somebody walks
0: in? Oh, well, they'll get a good practical lesson in the art of kissing from two highly qualified experts. Oh, no, Jean, I'm supposed to... Close your eyes, dear. Lie back. You're supposed to be sick. And I'm Dr. Abbott, who's about to give you something that's a sure cure for chills, fever. Well, maybe not fever. You Ready? oh doctor yes oh your fever's worse better give you another treat <laughs> oh. oh
3: excuse me uh <laughs> sorry to break in on you like this uh, i'm vic williams the major sent me i'm an intern uh-huh. what is it vic he said for you to drink the stuff in this glass it's a sedative oh thanks vic hi <laughs> you don't mind my saying so that was uh, quite a clinch you two were in Ah, uh, young love's a wonderful thing. What?
2: Yes,
3: sure is, Vic. Now, if you'll just run along... Ah, uh, you should see me and my girlfriend. Like two lovebirds we are. Ah, uh, I haven't seen her in a fortnight. Been stuck here at the hospital. Can't even talk to her. The phone lines are down, you know, on account of the store. I shan't be able to call her for a couple
0: of days. Ah, uh, she must be pining away now. the wind. Yes, I'm, I'm sure she is, Vic. Now, if, if you've nothing else to tell us... Ah, uh, you're from the States, aren't you?
3: That's right. Married? Yes. Now, look, if you'll just... Uh, where are you from in the States?
0: San Francisco. Uh, they just brought in that corpse from the plane, Dr. Rhodes. He looked like a real top line there in the morgue. Sort of a friendly light. Uh, did you know him? We just met him on the plane. Hey, how'd the accident happen? I mean, uh, were you two just sitting uh, there? Rick, let...
3: suppose we ask you some questions. All right, I'll go ahead. What is this hospital? It's called British Military Hospital T-17 Kensington Downs. Well,
0: what sort of men are here? Veterans of World War II?
3: Uh, yes, ma'am. And others. The, uh, the weird ones. You mean mental cases? Well, some of them are legitimately that, mum. The others, uh... Yes, what about the others? Oh, you know, the British government's mixed up with plenty of fanatics in the Near East. We're having trouble with them. They got some chaps here from the Mediterranean Society.
0: Oh, what in the world is that?
3: Wild-eyed blokes, I call them. Professional assassins. Stage riots in the Near East. Kill people, usually for money. Although they claim some other fancy reasons. A lot of them are homicidal maniacs. Some of them are narcotic addicts. British Army rounds them up now and then, pulls them out of the area, ships them here for a cure. The cure work? <laughs> My, I, I often wonder. Parts of the uh, Mediterranean League in this hospital? You
0: know,
3: it's quite a three-ring circus with those boys and uh, the kind they attract.
0: Well, oh, what th- kind do they attract?
3: Deportees, ex-Nazis, neo-fascists, the lunatic fringe. There's all lot the of ex-Nazis who've turned up in the league. Let's come in. Everything all right, Mr. Abbott? Oh, fine, Major. Thank you. Well, you try to get some rest and uh, take that sedative. It'll calm your nerves. If you want anything at all, just tell Vic. Thank you. We, we haven't any caviar or champagne, though. Much as I'd like to give it to you. <laughs> I'll see you in the morning i am getting it on myself. I know you two want to be alone. <laughs> How long have you been married?
0: A few years. San Francisco,
3: huh? Uh, what business are you in, Miss Abbott? Oh, I make a fortune, Vic. I dunk donuts for nearsighted millionaires. Now, look. I know, I know. I know. I'm going. Oh, uh, by the way, uh, after I go, bolt the door. Why? This is a hospital for lunatics, man, you remember? During the nights they get hopped up. They start running around. Pleasant dreams.
0: Oh, lovely place lovely pat what are you doing
3: I'm going for a stroll
0: here now
3: what did you think i pretended to be sick for i want to see what makes this hospital tick oh,
0: wouldn't you rather lock the door and make believe we're back in scotland on that moor in the moonlight You made quite a fancy Heathcliff back on that moor, Pat, darling.
3: Right now, I'm more interested in who bounced Dr. Rhodes on the coconut and why. I'll see you around, Mrs. Abbott.
0: Not on your life. If you prowl, I prowl. If you think for one moment you're going without me, I'll... I'll I'll scream. No, no,
3: no. All right, all right. Shh. Come on. There's no lights out here. Follow me.
0: Tiptoe. Pat, look. Hmm? A light's shining under that door.
1: Yes, I see it. Oh, come on. Easy.
3: Yeah. Easy. I'll peek through this keyhole. What do you see? Two doctors. Looks like an operation. They're working on a man's arm. Well, what are they doing? One of them has a tattoo mark on his arm. Looks to me like the doctor is taking off the tattoo.
0: Oh, is that all? It's
3: enough, more than enough. Come on, Jean, we're going to find the major.
0: But, darling, thousands of men have tattoos.
3: Not those men, and not for that purpose. Now, come on, let's go. Hurry! Sorry to break in on you, Major. Oh, what's wrong, Mr. Abbott? Do you know what's happening to some of your prisoner patients? What? I just saw them in the operating room. The doctors are removing tattoos from the men's arms.
0: But tattoos are usually... A gene, t- in
3: a situation like this, those tattoos may be very important. Every man who served in Hitler's Waffen-SS bore a tattoo. A Nazi insignia and his blood group. Ex-Nazis by the hundreds have them. And as for that Mediterranean League, they probably have a tattoo also. Most fanatic secret societies do.
0: You're right, Pat. I remember the Pachucos. The Dangerous Secret Society in America. Same deal. Yes.
3: Once out of this camp, any of those men has a much better cover story. It would be much easier to deny any affiliation they once had. Uh, Lot and trick of theirs. Well, I'm grateful to you, Mr. Abbott. uh, I'll telephone our headquarters in London, and I'll double the guard. You'd best get back to your room. Mrs. Abbott will be safer there. These men may riot if they find out we're on to their game. It's okay, Major. Hello. I want military headquarters in London. Here's
2: our
0: door, pad. Yes,
3: and you're going to stay in this room, Jean, because... Look
0: out, Pat, behind you, the pilot, he has a knife! Yes,
3: I see him. You... My wrist. I'll drop the knife. Let go of that knife. All right. All right. My wrist. I'll let go of your wrist after we finish playing a little quiz game. Of all the
0: double crossing.
3: You faked that crash, didn't you? Didn't you? Yes. You turned out the lights, left the controls, ran back, and in the excitement, you hit Rhodes over the head. Simple, wasn't it? Especially when the plane's supposed to be out of control, anyway. He went up front. Did a few wing overs and a sloppy landing. They'd say the doctor died in the accident. Very neat way to commit murder. Now, why did you do it?
1: Why did you do it? You break
3: my arm. I got paid 2,000 pounds. All right. They're going to stay here a while. Come on, Gene. Let's get out. I lock him in.
0: Here's the keypad.
3: Get it, doctor. My arm... does it? He'll stay there now. Come on, let's find the Major. Well, Mr. Abbott.
0: Oh, he's Vic.
3: I heard cries. I thought you were sick. What are you running about for? Uh, come with me, Vic. I'm going to the Major. We're all in for a little entertainment. Your Nazi guests are acting up. Huh? Well, what are you now? Major? More trouble, Mr. Abbott? Yes. The pilot of our plane was waiting for me in my room. With a knife. I had to knock him out. He's confessed he murdered Dr. Rhodes. It was a fake accident. Wha- he what? He walked. I'll give you the details later, but I haven't picked up by your men. Oh, oh. yes, I certainly will. No, oh, I, uh, I just telephoned headquarters. There's an investigating squad on the way here now.
0: Well, it's about time.
3: You know, Major, you're quite a remarkable man, taking all this in stride, telephoning London. Well, it's, it's all part of my job, Mr. Abbott. No, no, I think you deserve special mention for an extraordinary job. Telephoning London. And the telephone doesn't work.
2: What? who's that? Pat.
3: Yes, it's amazing. You say you call London for help. But Vic here told me a few minutes ago that the lines were down on account of the storm. He wouldn't be able to telephone his girlfriend for the next two days. How did you manage it, Major? Is magic also one of your accomplishments? You've been asking unpleasant questions all evening, Mr. Abbott. I think I've had about enough. Careful, Pat.
0: He has a gun behind the desk. I can see it from here.
3: Vic... Yes, Major? You'll have to get rid of Abbott quickly, too. I wouldn't try any childish tricks, Mr. Abbott, or I shall be forced to kill your wife. Yeah, Surprise me. This chap was trying to come up the works. You suspect Abbott at all, Major? Yes, I did, Vic, since he first presented himself at the hospital. It was obvious there wasn't anything wrong with him. I allowed him to come in, though, basing my tactics on the old saying, give a man enough rope, You paid that pilot to kill Dr. Rhodes, didn't you, Major? You had to get Rhodes out of the way. Go on. Very interesting. The British authorities suspected everything wasn't exactly as it seemed in this hospital. They probably figured some of the so-called incurable prisoners were cured a long time ago. That some were feigning insanity. That all sorts of shenanigans were going on here. So they selected a top-flight psychiatrist, Rhodes, to check the patients. Not a full dress investigation. Just a seemingly innocent visit. Yes, they underestimated me on that, too, Mr. Abbott. Yes, you needed a bit more time before staging what was probably going to be a wholesale escape. So you hired the pilot to keep Rhodes from coming here. You fit the pieces together very well. Thank you. You even told the pilot to crash right near Kensington Down so you could sign the death certificate and get the body out of the way fast. Who paid you, Major? No one. I helped them because I believe in the cause. My father was British... But my mother, Mr. Abbott, was an Asiatic. I was raised in the Near East and raised in a tradition that loathes the British Empire and the Western world in its entirety. My father left my mother. I grew up as a poverty-stricken gammon in the filth of the worst of Cairo. This Mediterranean League you wish to destroy is my fondest hope.
0: Even though it's really a hopeless cause, Major. Is it,
3: Mrs. Abbott? Or does it burn within us with a high, dead white flame? Mr. Abbott, you will drink the contents of this glass. It's an overdose of a sedative I offered you before. It will be fatal almost instantly. A most regrettable accident happens occasionally in a hospital. Oh, Pat. Take the glass, Mr. Abbott. In your hands. That's it. Now drink it. I said drink it.
2: Oh, my... I, I.
3: I'll take that gun.
2: Oh.
3: Oh. You know, for an apparently intelligent man, Major, oh. it's quite a foolish error to hand someone a full glass of medicine and stand close to him so he could easily throw it in your eyes. A childish trick, as you warned me about before. Vic by reaching London now. You work for MI5, don't you, British Intelligence? Yes. You are a smart bloke. I've been investigating this hospital for some time now.
0: Well, Vic, the least you could have done I'm
3: sorry, Mrs. Abbott. Obviously, I couldn't tell you anything. I had to let you both sweat a bit. I had no other choice. I'll call London and report this. I'll see you later, Mrs. Abbott. Get moving, Major. Uh... Bye, Vic.
0: I hope you'll get to talk to your girlfriend soon, Vic.
3: Oh, I'll... Ah, love conquers all, you know. Get going, Major.
0: Pat and I finally did get to London. We caught the clipper and, as we flew over the Atlantic toward home... Pat. Hmm? If Vic told you he was an investigator, why didn't you tell me?
3: He never told me.
0: Uh, Well, then how did you know?
3: Because in the first place, he asked an awful lot of questions when we met him. Too many, in fact. Made me wonder whose side he was on. Then he told us to bolt the door, so I knew he was worried about us.
0: Darling, how could you be sure? Sure.
3: Well, dear, when the Major said he'd use the phone, Vic didn't say anything.
0: Uh Uh-huh. And that did it, huh? Mm
3: Mm-hmm. That did it. Pat. What?
0: I just thought of a wonderful game we can play.
3: Uh, Scrabble again?
0: Uh Uh-uh. It's too dark.
3: Well, what kind of a game can you play in the dark?
1: (laughs) You got neon checkers?
0: No. I was thinking we could play... what, what? Footnote to the story of the dead white flame. Modern airplanes are perfectly designed for safety, speed, luxury travel, and indoor sports.
1: National Broadcasting Company has presented The Adventures of the Abbots, starring Claudia Morgan and Les Damon as those popular personalities of detective fiction, Pat and Gene Abbott, created by Francis Crane. Tonight's cast included Everett Sloan, Burford Hampton, and William Lally. The Adventures of the Abbots was written by Howard Merrill, original music composed and conducted by Dewey Bergman, produced by Ted Lloyd and Bernard L. Schubert. Directed and recorded by Harry Frazee. Next week, same time, same station. Another exciting adventure in crime with Pat and Jean in The Adventures of the Abbots.